Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Uh, hello, loves. It is Bowerly News Radio 930 WBEN. So nice to uh, be with you on the radio. I want to thank all the people over the weekend who said hi uh, people at the uh, Clarence Fire uh, shindig with Hit and Run, who sounded phenomenal. Uh, AJ Applejack uh, at uh, Diamond Hawk, back to the bar stools. And uh, you get the feeling I go out a lot. And uh, yesterday at uh, Russell Salvatore's party, uh, nice seeing everybody. Um, really a pleasure. You guys make me feel like a celebrity, which is kind of weird. But like I said on Friday, um, one of the things about – um, being old, and I'm sorry, 60 and older, is old. Uh, but one of the things about it is, um, you know, you appreciate, and I mentioned this on Friday, you appreciate the fact that even though in your 30s you might have wanted a different gig, a nationally prominent gig, um, as you get older, you appreciate what you have. And I personally am truly grateful that I get a chance to do talk radio in my hometown and I've had a chance to do it for five decades and not many people ever have had the chance to do that so I am uh, you know I'm in I'm in your debt and uh, don't ever be afraid to say hi well I mean obviously if I'm in the middle of something and I'm clearly in the middle of something probably wait until I'm done but other than that I mean feel free because I'm not the jerk I was all those years ago um, I'm a better jerk now than I ever was. Uh, but anyway, oh, you know what was so embarrassing yesterday, though, at uh, Russell's party? Have you ever put your arm around somebody in a friendly gesture and somehow your hand ends up on their buttocks? That happened to me yesterday with this beautiful woman, and I just looked at her and I said, I am so sorry. I did not mean to do that. I was not trying to grab your buttocks at all, and she was totally cool about it. Uh, and and then her husband hit me. Uh, but other than that, no, he didn't really hit me. Other than that, uh, it was fine. But that's uh, really kind of an embarrassing situation. And um, you should know me well enough to know that I don't need nor would I ever impose uh, a you know cop a feel situation on anybody. Um, that's just not cool. It's not right in any way, shape, or form, and you don't mow another man's lawn. Anyway, uh, people like that expression. It's a metaphor, and of course, I'm talking about shrubbery, uh, uh, not really lawn. Anyway, it's uh, 12 minutes after 4 at News Radio 930 WBEN, and uh, we are talking about going back to school. I mean, that is first and foremost on everybody's mind, and I have a few questions. I'm going to add one question into the mix here. Is there a school supply that you have been ordered to get 
that you cannot find. A school supply you've been ordered to get that you cannot find. And back in the day when Tommy's kids were going to elementary school, I remember getting these lists and going to Office Depot. Okay, I need a yellow folder for this, a white folder for that, a beige folder for this. And I, I, I said, look, this is the closest I can come to beige. If your teacher has an issue with it, you have your teacher call me and I will explain the situation. You know, it's not... It's not the end of the world if it's tan and not beige, okay? It's all good. Uh, Damn racist folders. But anyway, uh, talking about school, what do you think schools should teach more of and what do you think schools should teach less of? And uh, one of our callers in the first hour made, uh, it was Mike from Depew, um, I think made a great point that I think schools should absolutely positively teach about relationships because I am convinced, especially the more venerable I become, the older I get, I am convinced that um, a great relationship can be the best part of your life and a lousy relationship can be the worst part of your life, okay? And I really believe that given the electronics that we have at our disposal today, that people do not know how to properly socialize, how to properly communicate one-on-one, face-to-face. You know, I mentioned uh, Russ Salvatore's party yesterday. You know, I talk on the radio for a living, right? But I have no issue talking to people face-to-face, especially very attractive women. Um who don't tell me they have a boyfriend, um, face-to-face. I've got no no problem with that whatsoever, okay? I'm always a gentleman. I challenge anybody to say I'm not. Uh, but uh, anyway, I do think that that's very, very important, as are the business skills. Now, Kyle uh, in Buffalo says they do teach basic rudimentary business, but I think he said they did it at an early age. Um, one of the things that is one of my pet peeves about school and I can't speak to how things are being done now, but as far as uh, when I was going to school, we didn't get the chance of foreign languages until seventh grade. And I'm sorry, but educationally, psychologically, neurologically, that is so stupid. If you're going to teach a kid a foreign language, you start in kindergarten. You don't start in seventh grade, because the fact of the matter is, you learn languages a hell of a lot easier when you're younger as opposed to when you are older. And I will tell you a story very quickly. I will not name this person other than to say this person is a wonderful human being, but she only spoke Hungarian when she was sent off to uh, kindergarten. She didn't know a word of English. And things worked out pretty well because she ended up being a very prominent physician. Okay? Yeah, I used to go out with her. Uh, But she's a wonderful person and... um, Basically, she learned English by going to school. Um, And I think that that is illustrative of the fact that the younger you are when you attempt to learn another language, the more successful you are going to be. I mean, who knows how fluent I'd be in German had I had the opportunity to take it in kindergarten or first grade. And to be brutally honest with you, um, I knew how to read in kindergarten. I, I, I knew stuff. Kindergarten and, and the early grades were so boring for me. And I this sounds very arrogant, and excuse me, but I had a great mother. I used to read encyclopedias before I went to school. True story. Um, 
most of the stuff I knew. So I daydreamt a lot, and I'd be called upon for an answer, you know, to some innate question uh, on some lecture that meant nothing to me because I already knew it. You know, what did I just say, Tom? Uh, love American style? I don't know. What did you just say? Um, so I got accused of daydreaming a lot. Now, as an adult, I'll simply call that adult uh, attention deficit disorder, which I have, by the way. I can't take Ritalin or uh, what's the other one? Adderall. I can't take Adderall because of the heart situation. But you will be happy to know, those of you who express concern about my physical well-being, I did have my annual physical today, and everything checks out A-OK. Um, believe it or not, A-OK. Now, whether that's relative to everything else or not, I don't know. But A-OK. So, uh, let's just recap what we've been talking about here on uh, News Radio 930 WBEN. Uh, first of all, you wish schools would teach more about blank and less about blank. If you are a school teacher, I would love to know how much money you sink out of your own pocket back into the students in your class. And maybe you're retired and you want to tell us about what you did when you were gainfully and fully employed. Um, that's, that's totally cool. And I have, again, please understand, uh, for some reason, and I don't know what happened, um, some kind of transmigration of thought, um, I'm not the guy who does not like school teachers. For some reason, I get that a lot from people, and it's not true. And if you've listened to this show through the years, I will again tell you that so much of what I ended up being is a direct result of great experiences with school teachers and professors later on in life. So this whole idea that Tom does not like school teachers, um, you're thinking of somebody else. You're not thinking about me, okay? And unfortunately, that's one of those hazards of the trade. So don't be afraid to call in. And, and you can be anonymous if you want to be anonymous. That's totally cool with me. Um, and if you are a school teacher too, I mean, what are, what are your biggest frustrations? I would think that the biggest frustration, see, I do not like being micromanaged. Um, I've never liked being micromanaged. You don't like being micromanaged. Nobody likes being micromanaged. But I don't think anybody is more micromanaged than teachers. And I would love your thoughts on that. As a teacher, how much creative freedom do you actually have? Or are you simply teaching for the test and not teaching for education? And as far as history, I think that students, I think our history education is dreadfully and woefully lacking. History can be so interesting. It can be so fascinating, but it depends on how you teach it. And if you're constricted to certain guidelines that you've got to teach, that takes your creativity and your input out of it, and you basically might as well be artificial intelligence reciting a textbook. Um, history, to me, is absolutely fascinating. English is absolutely fascinating. Even mathematics is absolutely fascinating. Now, to be honest with you, I was not a great math student. However, one of the mysteries of life is, how could I suck so badly at math and be so good at statistics at university? I got an A in that class. I told you this before. I dreaded that class and ended up loving it, and that probably is the class I use most on the job. I mean, you talk about irony. What am I ever going to use statistics 
Well, I guess I found out, didn't I? All right, let me give you the phone number, guys, because uh, this show exists because of your phone calls. And what are you having a problem finding that is on your kids' teachers' back-to-school list? 803-0930-STAR-930 and 1-800-616-WBEN. Anybody have anything to say about what students should be taught Uh, What needs to be devoted more time to in terms of being a field of study? I would say history and civics. Um, Civics in particular, because people, like 99 out of 100 people walking around out there, folks, they don't know the difference between a county legislator, a state assemblyman, a state senator, um, a United States senator. They just don't know. And frankly... That, to me, is a shame, because if you are to be an educated voter, uh, you should know uh, exactly the office for which you are voting and the person for whom you are voting, okay? And um, it drives me nuts when I hear, when I overhear people talking, like, I want to butt in, but that would be so rude. Um, and say, no, 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 no. That person's a United States senator. They have nothing to do with New York state law. Federal law is their purview. I, I, I want to do that, but I restrain myself. And uh, it's just the polite thing to do because I, one of the things that I do is I overhear your conversations and sometimes I turn them into a program. Uh, so if you're just joining us, what should schools be teaching more And what should schools be teaching less? Now, let me give you an example of something I think they ought to teach less of if they're still doing it. Penmanship has no place in the modern society. You've got to be able to sign your name or at least make a squiggly line on the credit card box when you put your card in, okay? Penmanship, to me, even when I was in school, I thought to myself, this is so stupid. I know how to type. Why am I worried about how to make a proper capital Q? Seriously? 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN, the phone numbers. Uh, let us get back to the calls, shall we? And it's uh, Paul in Amherst. Paul, you're on WBEN. Welcome to the show, sir. Hey, Tom. How are you? It's a beautiful day, post-holiday weekend, though. Yes, I know. Um, I think that, uh, you know, basic shop stuff that hasn't been taught anymore, like, I don't know, everybody, I think, made a, a cutting board or something like that or um, learned how to change the tires on your car Ooh. or at least rotate them. You know, s- simple things like that are no longer taught, and... I think that's a basic necessity for people coming out of school and needing to know how to, like, at least handle some kind of a tool. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna spare the obvious joke here, um, but in terms of what you are saying, basic skills around the house, I can't disagree with you. Uh, I believe in Germany, before you get a driver's license, you actually have to demonstrate that you know how to change a tire. Like, you've got to change a tire in front of the inspector who's going to either grant or not grant the license. I I think if it's not that way, I know it used to be that way in in Germany. Um, Basic home repair and basic use of tools. That's what you're saying? Yeah, basic stuff. Like, I'm not talking about... 
electrical engineering or anything like that. I'm just talking about the basic stuff so that, you know, something happens at home, you know how to use a screwdriver and a hammer and nails and, you know, you could change a tire if you had to on the side of the road. Hey, um, do you think you could come over and change some light bulbs for me? I'm not quite sure how to do that. I mean, no, I've seen it done, so I'm <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. Um, no, I. you know what? I think that's uh, that's a great point, and that is exactly why I'm doing this show. I do believe that basic um, around-the-house skills are important. You know what else I think is important, too? Basic computer skills. Basic yeah, I agree com- with you, and I think most of the kids probably already have that. <laughs> well, you know what? Um, you, you are probably right. I mean, at uh, you know, at my age, uh, I was at the uh, you know the the cusp of the computer revolution, and uh, frankly, you know, signing up for my membership in the Geek Squad was the best thing I ever did because I get free labor for a year, and uh, trust me, I'm putting it to good use. Um, anything that you think schools ought to back off of in terms of education? Um, without being too political, there's a lot of, you know, woke stuff <laughs> that I think is now being taught that might be something that should be taught at home with your, with your parents. Uh, yes. I mean, look, I have no problem with teachers saying, look, some people are gay, some people are straight, some people are bi, some people are transsexual. I'm going to leave that to yourself to look up. Just don't hate anybody based on what they are. What more do you need to know than that? What I mean, seriously, what more does anybody need to know than that? I agree. That's that's what I'm getting at is, you know, the homeschool. (laughs) Uh, understood, brother. Understood. Thank you kindly. I appreciate the call. And no uh, look, I, I told you a couple of weeks ago about uh, a transgender male to female that I ran into at a local bar. And we had a wonderful conversation, wonderful person. And you would be stunned at the fact that she agrees with you that, come on, keep this out of the kids. This is an adult subject. And I mean, I, I, I don't think transsexual stuff ought to be talked about with minors any more than you'd show them an X-rated video, which they've probably seen already on Pornhub, but that's another story. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Almost feel blasphemous speaking over the late Jimmy Buffett, whom I killed last week, unfortunately. Uh, For those new to the show, uh, Jimmy Buffett is about the 15th or 20th person I've mentioned from out of thin air that you would never mention in ordinary conversation who has died within hours of my mentioning them. So don't think that it doesn't give me a complex because Josh Schmidt texted me over the weekend, Tom, you killed another one. Like, yeah, I know. And I feel horrible about it. I mean, seriously, I, I don't know what it is. I honestly, I... I, I don't know. It happens at a statistically impossible basis. Is it intuition? Is it some kind of psychic ability? I have no idea. I don't think I'm psychic. Maybe psycho, but not psychic. By the way, speaking of uh, clairvoyance and uh, predicting the future, tomorrow in studio, 2 until 4, my ex-wife, Cassandra Joan Butler, who truly is an internationally renowned astrologer. Look, I don't believe in astrology. Um, She does. A lot of people do. You'd be surprised at a lot of her clients, doctors, lawyers, very professional people. Um, So, look, Cassandra Joan Butler, my ex-wife, tomorrow, 2 to 4 on WBEN. And let me just say this much. It says something for two people who went through a horrible divorce that we are super close now. And of everything in life, that is one accomplishment personally of which I'm very, very proud because our divorce sucked, okay? No ifs, no ands, no buts. It sucked. But um, for those who've never heard the story before, just a little insight. Um, we were sitting in my car. I think it was in my driveway. And I just said, Sandy... I want to apologize to you for everything I did during our marriage that was wrong. And she said the same thing. And everything from that point forward was totally cool. And the point for you is that even if you're going through the world's worst divorce, I assure you it was no worse than ours was, and yet we are very close friends today, okay? She's like... I, I don't know. It, 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 she's kind of like a, a big sister to me, and I'm kind of like a brother to her now. It's kind of weird, but it's frankly a really good feeling because you can go two ways with these things, all right? You can hate the person to whom you used to be married, 
or you can choose to forgive and forget. And she has chosen to forgive and forget because it was mostly my doing. And, um, you know, something about not keeping something in one's drawers. But anyway, um, I am hoping that you will look forward to seeing Cassandra Joan, well, hearing Cassandra Joan Butler tomorrow. Uh, from 2 until 4 in studio here at News Radio 930 WBEN. And I like to tell that story because somewhere out there, I know that we have people listening who are going through a hellish divorce, contentious, goes to trial, all of those things. And I'm going to tell you, your divorce cannot be any worse than ours, okay? I assure you, ours was acrimonious, nasty, um, but... Somehow, here we are all these years later, and we're really good friends. So please use that as uh, inspiration. Let's go to uh, Mark in Angola. Mark, forgive the sermon. You're on WBEN. Hello. Hey, it was a good sermon. I've been through two of them. Hey. <laughs> so, you, you, yeah. Is, it, is there going to be a third? No. Well, see, my next marriage, which, who knows, might come sooner than people think, uh, will involve a prenup. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Uh, but anyway, so, that's another story. Anyways, um, I have a 16-year-old son that in in the beginning when he was starting grade school, you know, kindergarten, first grade, second, third, I stayed home with him. Not I, – I worked, but his mom worked really late. So I took care of the Common Core, and I had to learn it, which uh, yeah. was – well, it was a bitch. But, <laughs> but I'm sorry, I, I I'm sorry for that. laughing, but I'm sorry. It's just the way you, the timing and the way you phrased that was absolutely masterful. Thank you. <laughs> it was, they took like half of the time away from history, half of the time away from English so that they could learn math in a way that was absolutely stupid but nonetheless i had to do it so i chose it upon myself to teach him history i wanted him to know about american history yes, and sir. european history and our war history and that kid at the age of 13 started teaching me about european history what what specifically ever, what area of european history that's a rather long front well have you ever heard of the winged hussars. Uh, could you say that again, please? Winged hussars. Uh, well, I, I know the hussars were soldiers of some kind. I have not heard of the winged hussars per se. Would you like to enlighten me? Yes, they attacked the Ottomans when the Ottomans were trying to take over Austria in seven in seventeen hundred. Or 1689, somewhere around there. <clears throat> and uh, a very small amount of these men, which were all nobles, Polish nobles, came over a mountain and attacked three times the amount of the guys that they had. Yes. And they took them out in three days, and it was a three-month siege. It's something really, really interesting to look up, Tom. Um, I'm actually kind of doing that right now, actually, because, uh, I mean, obviously I'm somewhat familiar with the uh, uh, the Ottoman and uh, the Muslim invasions into Western Europe. 
but the winged hussars, uh, something about which I know absolutely nothing. Which, by the way, ah, Polish hussars, alternatively known as the winged hussars, were a heavy cavalry formation active in Poland and the Polish-Lithuanian Commonwealth. Okay, um, that that's fascinating. But, see, that's something that... Obviously, your son had an interest in and did his own research upon, such as I have done with something like the Kennedy assassination. You know, I wasn't born an almost expert into that subject, but I made myself an expert into that subject. Now, he's made himself kind of an expert into that subject, and he brought it up to me, and I'm like, son no i i don't know anything about it and wow it's incredible what they did it really is it's very interesting read um well okay uh, let's let's just let's let's forget my friend let's forget about the winged hussars for just a moment are you familiar with the story of vlad the impaler to a point Uh, otherwise known as Dracula. Okay, Vlad the Impaler was a wicked SOB, and basically he scared the living you-know-what out of the Ottoman invaders. Uh, Actually, he'd been a captive of them for some time, but he literally impaled 10 or 20,000 POWs on wooden stakes. So when the Ottomans came in to invade Wallachia, his home turf, they saw this forest of dead bodies impaled, and they just turned around and said, we're not messing with this guy. I, I do recall that. Yeah, true story. I mean, that, that stuff actually bloody happened, and uh, thank God it doesn't happen anymore. I would not want to be impaled, but um, well, that's... You know, <laughs> I'm glad it doesn't happen anymore, but some similar things kind of need to happen. <laughs> Well, uh, well let, let's not, not let's not go there. People. Let's not go there because then you'll get a knock on the door from Homeland Security or Secret Service, and I, you know, I can't go there. Uh, yeah, you got a good point. But anyway, uh, no, I mean, I'm just. I guess the point is that, um, and as as Hitler, and I, I, I hate to quote Hitler here or to paraphrase Hitler, but basically. Um, actually, Mr. X in the movie JFK basically says the same thing. Politics is power, and um, people respect power, especially when it is absolute. People are willing to look the other way at injustices. Unfortunately, that's kind of like uh, proven by the Milgram experiments, which followed World War II. People look the other way when people are following orders. And, I mean, there's not a human being listening to this show who would feel comfortable impaling another human being. But given the circumstances of the time, the zeitgeist of the time, and given the threat of invasion from the Ottoman Empire, you do what you have to do to survive. And as horrible as it seems to us, at the time, it seemed necessary to the Velachians and the people under Vlad the Impaler's domain. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I wouldn't consider doing anything like that, but and you probably wouldn't either. But well, not in my current frame of mind. But put me in a different atmosphere, put me in a different background, in a different upbringing. 
Um, and who knows? I think we're all see. Here's 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 one of the lessons of history that that I've walked away with. And I, I mean, you you started talking about history, so you got me going on this one. And unfortunately, it is that any single one of us, and I'll again mention the Milgram experiment, Stanley Milgram, any one of us is capable of the most horrible um, evil that has ever been perpetrated. And what keeps us in line is our consciences. What keeps us in line is our sense of normalcy. But when tyranny becomes normalcy and people fall into line because they're not independent thinkers, that's where you run into problems. I mean, Adolf Eichmann would be a great example of that. Um, Adolf Eichmann was, I mean, he, he did absolutely horrible, horrible things during the Second World War. Then he went on to become a foreman at a Mercedes-Benz factory in South America before Mossad kidnapped him and brought him to uh, Israel for trial, and he was eventually hanged as a, uh, as a war criminal. Uh, but the, the bottom line is, when you listen to the interviews with the guys from Mossad, they all say the same thing. We're expecting this horned monster breathing fire, and he just turns out to be this middle-aged businessman of possessing no particular power whatsoever and no arrogance at all. Hold, hold, hold on, if you would. I want to talk to you for, uh, further about this. Um, this is a subject, uh, frankly, that I find very interesting. Uh, history. Um, and I, I think our history education is sorely lacking. And, you know, I've said this a million times, and I'll say it again. If you don't have time to go to school or go to college, um, read every one of Shakespeare's histories, okay? They're not historically accurate, per se, but read Shakespeare's histories. Watch The Godfather 1, 2, and 3. Watch Deadwood, the entire series, and the movie. That's all you need to know about life. And I'm not exaggerating it. I think those um, entertainment episodes give you everything you need to know about how the world works. I challenge you to debate me on that. Uh, let's go to uh, traffic on News Radio 930 WBEN. It's a friendly challenge, it's not an arrogant challenge. Uh, talking right now about education. Uh, and what your kids ought to be learning and not ought to be learning in school. Uh, Mark was a homeschooling dad. He did the core curriculum, and then he got into some other things, and then his kid taught him about the uh, the winged hussars, <laughs> pardon me, Polish cavalry, who helped uh, beat back the uh, uh, Ottoman invasion of Europe way back when. And, uh, you know, we just started talking about some other stuff, Mark. Uh, I've done a lot of talking. Anything that I've said upon which you'd like to follow? Well, you know, I just really want to see our children get educated more on our history. I really do. Um, And, you know, you had a caller earlier, or there was a caller earlier about civics, and I totally agree with that. They need to learn more about our government. Mm-hmm. Maybe not be mentally possessed about liberals and conservatives and stuff, but at least know the difference between everybody. Oh, uh, a- absolutely. And you know what? I'm going to add a caveat to that, uh, that differences are not necessarily bad things. This is true. I mean, I, I'm amazed at the number of people on the on the left who say, Tom, I listen to you. And it's like, well, that's pretty awesome because you're a really open-minded person if you listen to me because I tend to be libertarian right-wing, okay? 
Uh, but, I mean, when I meet people who are on the left, it doesn't bother me in the least. Why would I try to change somebody? Because I've said this a million times. If we all felt the same way, life would be pretty boring. I agree. You know, I live my life like I don't care if you're pink, purple, blue, or black, or liberal, conservative, Catholic, Christian, doesn't matter to me. As long as you don't portray it on me. No, those, but those damn Buddhists, though, I'm telling you, I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. I know. I uh, but, but anyway, um, no, I think, you know, I, I agree with you that if you're a student in America, you should have a great knowledge of American history. And frankly, I'm going to probably get in trouble on this, but it ought not to be sanitized American history. Um, our children need to know how our government stole the Black Hills. Our children need to know about the massacre at Wounded Knee. Our children need to know about the genocide that was practiced by our military against the Ameri- the Native Americans. They need to know that. Let- let's not have this whitewashed, nonsense version of history. Oh, George Washington couldn't tell a lie. He chopped down a cherry tree and said so. Let's forget the mythology and let's deal with the reality. And, you know, quite frankly... And people are going to hate me for saying this, but this this country has done some pretty crappy things uh, over the I years. Agree. When people most needed their rights protected, the government looked the other way or were active conspirators in depriving people of their rights. Ask the Japanese Americans in World War II. Oh, I'm aware of that. And, uh, you know, I have a father who was a First Division Marine, Guadalcanal, World War II. God bless so him. my mom was a uh, Rosie the Riveter. <laughs> so I come from that family. And Understood. I'll tell you what, uh, there wasn't any any kid from any brother, and I had five brothers. Um, nobody could park a Toyota in the driveway. Um, it, there was a gener and there was a generation that absolutely uh, believed that, and I understand that generation. I know from where they're coming. Uh, but that generation has mostly died out. Japan is our strongest ally in Asia right now. And, and you know what's really weird? And you can look this up online. The United States and Vietnam enjoy extremely close relations. We may not officially be allies, but we're as close to allies as you can possibly be. And when you think about the 58,000 Americans who died fighting the government that now is our friend against the Chinese incursions in Southeast Asia, it just adds to the tragedy of the situation. And for that matter, look, I mean, Germany is one of our closest allies as well. And Russia uh, is still not our best chum in the world. Uh, if, if you want to add, if you want to add to this, hold on during the news. Um, I would appreciate that uh, very much. It's like uh, when David Bellavia talks about. Uh, if you put him on hold, it's when uh, David Bellavia talks about his interpreter uh, from Iraq and getting him citizenship. Um, you know, people that used to be enemies, people that used to be Iraqi Republican guards are now loyal Americans living in the United States. And every time I take Uber, I get them. And I love their stories. I mean, I people are really interesting. 
And for all the bitching about America, and it certainly is not a perfect country, I'm going to tell you something. Talk to somebody who was in the Nigerian Civil War about how bad things can be. I had a guy last night who was going to be executed at midnight. They got the guards drunk and were able to tunnel under the barbed wire. Otherwise, he wouldn't have been here. Now, talk about hard times. That's pretty hard times. On News Radio 930, WBEN. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.